This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Nick Jensen plays his 500th game tonight. He chats this morning with Ben. Tom Galitti from NHL.com on the first quarter of the season and a 2018 Cup champion joining us out west on the Capitals Radio Network. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, November 22nd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's a big milestone night for Nick Jensen this evening, a player that was already 26 years old when he made his NHL debut for Detroit back in 2016. A trade to Washington that invigorated his career, and now tonight he plays an NHL game number 500. Ben chatted with him about it yesterday in the locker room. 500 career NHL games, that's a nice round number for a fifth round pick going back to 2009. What does it mean to be able to hit that mark with still quite a bit of runway on the other side of this benchmark? Yeah, little milestones like these, you know, are great to hit, especially at a time, you know, before I was in this league, I wasn't really sure I was going to get an opportunity to play here. So to have made it this far, looking back on it, if I were to tell myself back then that I'd be this far, I don't think I'd believe my own self. So it's obviously exciting. Just keep moving forward, though. So maybe halfway there. Almost. That'd be even a nicer round number. I, I yes. won't make it that far, but I'm halfway there in, in uh, some people's mindset. So. The journey to get here, to your point, maybe you had doubts going back to your early 20s. You took a long journey to get here. Seven years after you're drafted, you finally make your NHL debut at age 26. How much of a greater appreciation does maybe the journey you took give you for what you've been able to accomplish since 2016 and, again, still with time to continue to add? Yeah, I think it's, it goes back it goes to an old adage, you know, the perseverance going through that adversity kind of trains your mind and your body you know to uh to get through tough times because I was I went through some tough times back then mentally you know it's a lot of hockey players dreams to grow up playing the NHL and when there's glimpses of that might not ever happen it can be tough but you keep working you keep grinding it's obviously a important characteristic for for people so I'm glad I had those opportunities that made me a lot stronger and that's probably the reason I made it this far. December 20th 2016 you make your NHL debut again the Tampa Bay Lightning. Do you remember game one? Yeah. It's easy to remember because I was supposed to play the game before. The game got canceled, which I've never heard of a game getting canceling because of, you know, an ice condition. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was ironic. And at that point, you kind of play things in your mind. Like, is this, a, is this just not meant to be? You know, you finally get called up, finally get your first game, and the game gets canceled because, like, the ice generator or something broke. And you're like, all right, can I just, can I get one game? That's all I ask. And, you know, it got pushed. Maybe it was for a reason. You know, I felt pretty good that first game against Tampa. And I got my first point that game. So, Pretty, pretty good experience for me. And then you play 190 games with the Detroit Red Wings, sort of an organization at that stage in your career. You've kind of tattooed to yourself, aligned yourself with, and then March 2019, you're dealt to these parts. What, what did that move do for you ultimately in your career? You, you've carved out to yourself ultimately as a Washington Capital here long term. Yeah, I mean, when they traded for me, they brought me in. They had they had a lot of faith in me, and they expect had some high expectations for what I was going to do when I got here. So having that confidence in the team that you're going with is, you know, it's a good feeling to have, especially with all the hard work you put in. So I'm grateful to have uh, had the opportunity to come here. And then, obviously, the uh, the people in this organization, the team, management, and all the, all the staff around it are an amazing group of people. So I'm glad I have the opportunity to play here and continue to play here. Final two for you. It's one thing to make an NHL debut in 2016.
Steen after those years of working at it. What do you think allowed you to make a career and ultimately stay? Because a lot of guys like that, you get a chance, you get an opportunity, guys might be in and out of a lineup in your position. What allowed you to become the full-timer that you ultimately grew into? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that go into it, but if I had to pick one thing that stands me out from as a player, it's, you know, that competitiveness and that hard work and uh, combining that with, you know, skating ability. So I'm, every time I'm on the ice, there's no not anything below 100% in my mind. Obviously, you're not always going to be able to play at 100%, but, you know, that mentality of just constantly, like, you're working as hard as you possibly can, it's kind of been the mentality I've had my entire career, and I think that's the reason I've made it this far, and I'm, so I'm not going to change anything. I'm always going to take that approach to things, just work as hard as you possibly can, and I, I believe good things happen. We'll leave you with this. you, you got to feel good. We, we touched on the fact you don't make your NHL debut until your mid-20s. You don't necessarily have the miles on the hockey odometer that others might in their early 30s. You feel good without looking too far ahead that you got some good hockey left in front of you still north of 500. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, is that's the mentality of mine is just be grateful that you get one more opportunity to play in this league. So I take that kind of one game at a time approach and play that game and prove that you deserve to be here every game. I think uh, in the long run, I think that'll, that'll play out well for you. It's been a wild ride for the Caps in the first quarter of the season. Just one win in their first five games and didn't look very good doing it at any point. And then a flip of the switch in the last 10 where the team has gone 8-1-1 one, and, one, and surged up the Metropolitan Division standings. You want to be holding a playoff spot at Thanksgiving? Well, here we are and the Caps are well inside the top eight in the East. We discussed the latest goings-on with the organization this morning with Tom Galitti from NHL.com. Well, Tom, thanks for joining us as the Caps head into the last game here before Thanksgiving. They find themselves near the top of the Metropolitan Division. Rangers are going really well, but the Caps are too, 8-1-1 one, one in their last 10. This has been quite the first quarter for this team so far. Yeah, they recovered well after those first five games. It was a 1-3-1, one, and, one, and they just, it seemed like that win in New Jersey the first time really sparked them and got some things going there. They still haven't scored maybe the way they'd like, and there's been some improvement in that area. But, you know, obviously, the power play, they need to work on that. But finding ways to win, getting good goaltending, getting being tight in their own end of defending and leads in the third period that's been a strength for them so that's gotten them to a place where maybe some people didn't maybe we even I'm surprised they've gotten they've turned around like this as quickly as they have they certainly after that first five game stretch to be in this position obviously things have gone really well and it seems to me like it's the secondary guys the Hershey guys that won the cup I mean a lot of guys in that bottom six that have made a lot of big moments happen like say Protus and Hendrix Lapierre and Beck Malenstein for that matter over the course of the last last five games these guys are playing above their weight a little bit and are contributing and it's been fun to watch yeah they had the the, the second game in jersey you know nick dowd comes back obey kubel gets called up and that also you have a fourth line with malenstein like you mentioned they get some points them some goals for a few games and then last game lapierre and and protus and milano that line basically won the game for them they, they won scored three of their four goals so those are all positive signs. They're going to still need uh, the top guys to come on. And I think Kovechkin's starting to show some signs of life there, so starting to score a little more. So that could be a positive for them as they go on here because you need other guys to step up. And the top guys, if they get going, it's going to be all positive as you go forward for that. When you go back to the summer and free agency, the Caps were relatively quiet. We haven't seen Max Pacioretty yet. And then Joel Edmondson, who we thought we were going to see, and then we didn't because of the hand injury, but now he's back. And this defensive core is finally getting to the point, if they can get Martin Farabari back, what they kind of drew it up as going back to summertime. What does Edmondson bring to the table, in your opinion, and how much does he help this team? I think he helps a lot. Just a big body, a physical guy. They really haven't had. They need someone to clear the front of the net. That was kind of been a, something that I think bothered them. Them 
last year. One of their, one of their weaknesses is getting guys out of the front of the net who are getting tips and rebounds. And I think, you know, they've had some guys with size, but they don't have a guy who's physical. And he's obviously experienced. He's won. I think, you know, him being back there would be a steadying presence on that third or, or if he plays on the second pair, maybe even, even the, until Ferrari comes back. I think that's going to be a, a big addition for them. You know, he played 20-something minutes the first game. I was kind of surprised with that after you know, he hadn't played all preseason or anything like that, you know, because he was hurt. So it would be interesting to see how he handles the minutes. It's good that the game just spread out probably for him and some of the other guys too. Yeah, no question. And as far as special teams are concerned, we'll talk about the good part first, and that would be the penalty kill. Rolling into the Buffalo game, rolling into Thanksgiving, this team on fire. Go back to the Toronto game. It looked anything but in late October, and they haven't given up one since, knock on wood, going into the Buffalo game. So the penalty kill, a lot of different guys, a little bit of a different look from last year, but under Scott Alleboy, they're getting it done. Yeah, it's been it's been terrific. You know, they haven't given up a power play goal during this 10-game stretch of the 8-1-1, and so that, that's been a big part of their success. And I think the first few games, like you mentioned, there were different guys on it, and it took some time for guys who had been killing penalties to become a regular part of that. McMichael is a part of that now. You know, Malison has been in the past, but you know he's, he's here a regular part of it now and so I think those are all good things that took them some time to adjust and once they clicked and you can really like the coach was saying yesterday Spencer Carberry like you just see how they work all as one as, as a unit and work in unison and playing exactly how Scott Allen has coached them to do it they're going to give up power play goals they're not going to it's not going to go the whole season but you just see that that's going to be a strength for them all season long you know just thinking about Connor McMichael and any player that plays regularly at five on five plays on the number one power play unit and on a penalty kill that's a pretty valuable guy and he he checks all of those boxes. The power play has not been very good this year. They, at 7%, are 32nd in the league right now. But just on the law of averages alone, it's not going to stay that bad all season. They've got too many guys who will score here. Spencer Carberry's talked with us a lot about that this week. But you got to figure at some point, you get one and they start coming in bunches. Nobody's going to stay at that level this team's at right now. No, they're not. And, you know, TJ Oshie said this yesterday. They're probably never going to get to 25% for the season now. That's <laughs> it's not going to happen. But it's the idea of being a productive unit from this moment on or get to that point where you're regularly scoring at 20% plus then you can be a, a, you know, a positive impact on gains for them and it's just been weird how just they have not been scoring at all and they've had some chances in some games other games they haven't you know Kuznetsov was ill he missed the last game I mean been kind of on off of him they just practiced the power play I don't think he was on either unit so it'll be interesting to see if he plays against Buffalo the goaltenders on this team when you're through 15 games and you've got three guys that have at least two wins and one of them obviously Hunter Shepard coming up from Hershey with Charlie Lindgren has been able to do. Darcy Kemper has been in and out a little bit, but you got to figure when your number one is going to be healthy and get on a run here, you got to believe he's going to be there. The depth suddenly here is pretty good. You've got three guys that can win you a game here. Yeah, that's the positive thing, right? If something happens to somebody, you know you have you have Hunter Shepard in, in Hershey. Won the Calder Cup last year as one wherever he's gone, and he played a really good game the second against the Islanders that game. So you just you got to like the way he has come up and, and looks like a settled NHL player now if they need him. And like you said, Charlie Lindgren has kind of carried the ball here a little bit. Bit. This guy, it's been a weird schedule, like I mentioned, like it's all spread out. So he, he's played like four games, four out of five or something like that, but it's taken like two weeks. But, you know, so hopefully, like you said, Darcy Kemper gets healthy here. It looks like he's ready to go. So once he could get going, definitely could be a strength for this team. Last one for you. The game Friday against Edmonton ends the stretch of 12 of 17 at home to start the season. It's a lot of road games coming up here. At the first quarter of the season, it's been a pretty good success. But for the Capitals to be able to sustain it, they're going to have to do it on the road now. If they're still in this position, though, come Christmas time, you got to think, okay, holiday season's pretty important for this team. Win on the road, and they've proven that over the last several seasons they can do that. This could start to get really fun around here. Yeah, it'll be an interesting test for them. They've got a big road trip coming up right after 
to the Edmonton game, like you mentioned, then another trip after that in the middle of December. So those are the things you get to Christmas. They're going to have time period between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's going to be an interesting measuring stick to see where they are. And then, you know, like you said, they come through that and maybe some of the areas where we were talking about, they, were, they improve in the power play. You know, Alex Ovechkin starts scoring regularly. He gets TJ Oshie involved, things like that. Then maybe that'll be a positive stretch for them and you can really feel about good about things going into the new year. Well, Tom, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you on the flip side after the road trip. Yes, have a good Thanksgiving. Thanks to Tom Galitti for joining us today. And finally, before we wrap up here before the Thanksgiving break, no shows now until Monday from California when we come at you from San Jose. We are beyond excited to announce that former Capital and 2018 Stanley Cup champion Devontae Smith-Pelly will join us for color commentary on the Capitals radio network. It'll be a five-game run for Devo, all three games in California, plus road games in Vegas and Arizona. He's getting started on a post-playing career in broadcasting, and we're excited to have him on board with us. You'll also see him do some player interviews for the website and some TV work with Monumental 2, but all five games, his primary duty on the trip is going to be with us. Hope you'll tune in to hear Devontae Smith-Pelly throughout the trip out west on the Capitals radio network. It's the Capitals and the Buffalo Sabres tonight at 7, 6.45 airtime on 106.7 A Fan, and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Wednesday, safe travels everybody, and have a terrific Thanksgiving. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.